Hello and welcome to the Dorm Room Dispute Talk Show. I am Mitchell Kaminsky. Alongside me, once again, Aiden Conklin. Uh, it's going to be all football this week. Uh, took a brutal week in free money, a losing week. It's been a weird year. But, you know, I'll have a winning week. and It's been very inconsistent. But by the laws of averages, I guess, you go, because we had a losing week last week, that means we're due for a winner this week. And actually, the only team that uh, hit last week for free money was your Vikings. Very impressive yeah. road win in SoFi Stadium. Uh, yeah, it's yep. like the first, like, honestly, like, for the most part of the game, the game script was like everything we've seen all season. It's just like, for once, they didn't play not to lose. They actually played to win. You know, going for it on fourth down, not like punting the ball five times in the fourth quarter. I mean, it was it was nice to watch. The NFC is a bloodbath right now. Um, it's really competitive. Actually, a story that just broke, though, before we get into that, we're going to go over some pretenders or uh, contenders at, at this point of the season, especially in the NFC, because it's kind of a shit show. Like, I don't know who's good or who's not. Uh, breaking news, though, that just happened earlier, Antonio Brown just got caught with a fake vaccination card, which, I mean, is anyone really surprised? Oh, my God. I mean, it's not, uh, it doesn't surprise me. All that much, and I'll be honest. I think there's probably more players in the NFL that that did this. I mean, he's not the only one that didn't want to get vaccinated. So I, I'm interested to see how many more come out. If you had to go over under, we'll say 50 players in the NFL that have a fake vaccination card right now on every team, uh, like just throughout the NFL. You going? You taking the over or the under on that? I mean, what I would say. I mean, this is I think the first case. So the NFL, you know, is probably going to have to go through a big scrub and like Antonio Brown I mean he's not like you know like a superstar but he's a pretty big name player so if he was able to get away with it for what is it, eight eight weeks I think uh probably there are a lot of players that you know like O-linemen backup guys that are definitely going under the radar I think there's going to be at least 20. I see and I think too their COVID protocols aren't that strict like Aaron Rodgers was able to get by not even admitting he was vaccinated he's like I am immunized and they're like yeah. all right you know we'll take your word for it you should be good and as far as I'm concerned, that, that was their only COVID protocol. So, uh, I mean, the fact that he got away with the fake vaccination card does not surprise me. Also, Antonio Brown, I mean, I don't put anything past him. Oh Man's just Jesus. a walking uh, news headline waiting to happen. But, uh, you know, I think out of all the stuff he's done, it's probably on the uh, the milder side of things. Did they uh, give him a punishment yet? No, they haven't said anything yet. They just they just caught him with it. So. That's got to be at least a two-game suspension, maybe more. I would think so. But, like, does it even affect the Buccaneers that much at that point? I think they're so loaded with... I, I don't think... Weapons. Like, I, he's been pretty quiet this year. Has Antonio Brown done anything? Uh, in the earlier games, he was going off. But since then, he's kind of, like, quiet. Just been, now. yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, now, this is the big topic of the week also, uh, or I guess another one. We, we were arguing about this. We have a football uh, group chat here at the house that we're talking about. Baker Mayfield, he's hurt again, literally from head to toe. I think his shoulder's about to fall off the bone. He has limping around, but he's insisting on playing. He's like, it's my contract year. I need to be on the field. So he's going to give it a go this week against the Lions. Now, if you're the Browns, and mind you, he only is asked to throw. He's averaging like 23 dropbacks a game, or which is like, or the excuse me, he's like 23rd, the 23rd in pass attempts per, per game uh, in the league. So they're not asking him to throw a lot. He's a very good O line. They run the ball a lot, and he's not a mobile quarterback. Like you tell me, like Lamar Jackson gets hurt, I'd be like, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. He runs around a lot. Baker's not that mobile. He's not running around that much. So he's getting banged up. Found the Browns. I'm seriously thinking, like, why are we investing all this money as I'm in a franchise QB? I've made up my mind. I would not pay Baker Mayfield next season. Yeah, I mean, I'm there with you. I think, like, honestly, 
you should at least try to like see if you can get him for less money but like is he gonna take that probably not like if you put all your car if you put all your money on baker mayfield for the next you know five years or however long i mean i think you're really gonna regret it you know you're gonna get the same performance that you got from him and it's just like with a team so good with so many pieces why are you throwing money at a quarterback that you know, really, I feel like there's a lot of guys that could do what he does. No, I mean, and listen, do I think Baker's bad? No. But he needs everything to go right for him. He needs a good support system, and that's how he's going to succeed. And I think the comparison is, and he's better than Jared Goff, but you look at Jared Goff with the Rams, how he had that support system there, and he took him to a Super Bowl. Can Baker Mayfield take you to a Super Bowl? Yeah, he can win you a couple games here and there, but I don't think he's carrying the franchise by himself, and that's what you're paying a franchise guy like Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, is when things are going to shit around them, they can keep it afloat. Like, look at Seattle. Like, that last, last week's game... Uh, against the uh, Packers just shows like an indictment. Like this is what he's been working with these past couple years. He's made him relevant. He's he's covered a lot of flaws, and I think they're now finally starting to catch up with him because Seattle hasn't addressed anything. Uh, but that's why I don't think after this point, I, I I wouldn't pay Baker. If anything, I'd be trying to trade for a Russell Wilson because you have a Super Bowl caliber roster. You know you can't be wasting any more years away. This core is not staying together forever. They need to go. Yeah, I completely agree, and I mean I think. One of like the really damning things that I've always said about Baker is that you know he does perform pretty well in the Browns system, but when the Browns are down, which you know they're not down that often, when they're down by a lot, you know they can't run the ball, the run isn't working, and Baker need you know he's got thirty seconds, two timeouts, and he needs to make that game-winning drive. He just never does it. No, it is always like yeah, like and then especially when they know he need he's going to throw. No, that's an yeah. excellent point because usually in a two-minute drill. You can't rely on, like, oh, you know what? We're going to run it on second down and yeah. make it a third and manageable. It's like, nah, you're throwing. Teams are – you saw it in week one against the um, the Chiefs. And, uh, I mean, what are you going to do with that? Now, that's also the other point I was going to bring up, and this is another thing that came out. Aaron Rodgers had his weekly appearance in the Pat McAfee show, and unfortunately this week he didn't give us any good sound bites. I have to say also I am so happy that the national media, it's like – everyone's okay with piling on Aaron Rodgers yeah. and the Aaron Rodgers shit talk. It's great. If you haven't watched the new Gridiron Heights yet, suggest you do it. It is it is phenomenal. And honestly, a pretty accurate description of Aaron Rodgers, yeah. I, I would I would say. I, I'm willing to bet that his agent gave him like a very, like multiple page list. These are the words you are not allowed to say, and then you can go on Pat's show. <laughs> do not mention Joe Rogan what? <laughs> as soon as he said that to he's like, my friend Joe Rogan, I'm like, uh-oh, here comes something yeah, stupid. Come on, man. <laughs> He told me to inject horse tranquilizers into my ass. Anyway, but this week he actually said something I agree with. I've been saying for a long time. Uh, like Matt Stafford, he's like, I will not accept any Matt Stafford criticism. Uh, Matt Stafford has been good. I think he's one of the best arm talents in the NFL. And so he, he's not, I will not accept any Matt Stafford trash. And you know what? I agree. And I think just with the, going back to the Jared Goff point, He's been, like, covering that Lions team for so long. Now, mind you, they were never good, but he was consistently putting up pretty good numbers with the Lions. Uh, now you see Jared Goff try and run that offense, and it's an absolute disaster. Um, so I agree with, you know, the one clunker against San Francisco, I mean, I get it, but if, I, if I'm if i the Rams, I'm very happy with who you have at quarterback, and I think Matt Stafford is good. I think he's been underrated for all this time because he's been playing such a horrible system in Detroit. He's definitely good. What I will say about Matt Stafford is he does occasionally have what I would call like lion's moments where it feels like you're just like, really? You threw that ball? You did that? Like, 
God, you know, it's like it's like he's like having a flashback to Detroit and all those seasons. But like for the most part, he is really good. I think that like the 49ers game was definitely one of those where it's just like, okay, this is the Stafford we've, you know, seen mess up before. This isn't the new guy. I think that's partly Calvin Johnson's fault because he's so used to his early stage of his career just chucking it up to triple coverage. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, Calvin Johnson will get it. Throw it to Megatron. He just whips it into triple coverage. And then all of a sudden you realize Cooper Cup's not uh, Calvin Johnson. It's like... On the, on the subject of, like, of uh, Stafford, uh, what do you think about uh, OBJ on that team? You think that's going to help at all? I think that was a good move for both parties involved, well, especially after the Robert Woods injury. But I think this is the first time in OBJ's career, and I said this last week too, that he's playing with like an established quarterback in the league that's actually like accomplished stuff. Like He's won some games. He's been to the playoffs before. Or before, he's working with like old Eli Manning, who'd kind of at that point in his career lost any, you know, he'd lost most of his credibility. Those people realized Eli was kind of a joke. I mean, you watch him on the Manning cast, oh, and it's yeah. like, this guy's a boob. He's not telling any 20-year-old, like, what to do, and they're not going to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you're working with Baker Mayfield, who's like, he's big chip on his shoulder, but he's like, kind of, sta- so I, I, I think now he's in a stable situation. With an offense, he's going to know his role. Uh, so I think it'll work for what they paid him for the year. I think it's going to help the Rams, too. And now it's necess- It turned him from, like, a luxury now to a necessity now that Robert Woods got injured. So I think that's mm-hmm. only going to be beneficial for him because he's going to get more targets. So I, I, say, I think it works out. I think the one caveat to that is there's definitely the possibility. I guess this is a good firm, but, you know, is OBJ a locker room cancer? You know that I mean? is he did, true. He did have that little, like, kind of sideline temper tantrum in his uh, debut. I don't know fully what that was about, but, like... Oh, that is true. You know is what? Is he a that... locker room cancer, you know? He's definitely somebody who needs to be that guy. He's not. He is not there to be the, you know, humble wide receiver three. No, that is true. I could see OBJ as the guy, too. Like, they win the game. He's like, well, I didn't get any targets. I needed more Dad, targets. He's all upset. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Jalen Ramsey, though, on a weekly basis at practice oh, would be a yeah. fun to watch. I think that, yeah. that would be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, I mean, I honestly do believe, though, like, OBJ, I'm sorry, I think slightly overrated. I think people overvalue him so much because of that one-handed circus catch. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, like, I mean, look, we're looking right now, uh, Hopkins is a lot better. I think uh, production-wise, you could argue Justin Jefferson's been a better receiver over the past two years. Now, oh. mind OBJ was hurt, but, like, I think he's on the trajectory where he's done more than Justin he just Jefferson doesn't have any routinely catch. catches. There was that ball against the Chargers where I was like, how? How do you do that? Jamar Chase looks like Jamar in Chase. a year or so, yeah. if he can keep this up, that he could easily be just as good as not better than OBJ. Like, there's a lot of guys that would take ahead of OBJ. I mean, I don't... Personally, I don't think they're, like, upgrading really from Robert Woods to OBJ. And I mean, obviously that's not like intentional, but I think that Robert Woods is probably on the same caliber as OBJ. No, I think OBJ is a little bit better at this point. Robert Woods is solid, but like, I think it's kind of like a Randall Cobb situation where like I mean, he's never anywhere chance, where he's so. not. Maybe. He's, he's, he's a number two guy. You know? But when you watch Robert Woods, there's nothing that like he, jumps off the screen. He like, does exactly this what he needs good. to though. He gets open. He catches it when he's open. But, like, it's not, he's not, he's a good receiver. I, mean, I think Cooper Woods, Cup has a thousand yards this season, you know, that's kind of making it a little hard for Robert Woods to show off, but. This is true. This, I don't understand what makes Cooper Cup so good, too. I remember when I, a couple years ago in a fantasy league, I got him off the waiver wire, and it was like, ah, oh, you know, he's like averaging like 11 points a game, he might be good, and now look at him, he's like Jesus. a fantasy stud, he's See, come out of nowhere. What I don't understand is, I, uh, this one play I remember very distinctly from the game against the 49ers, uh, I don't know the player. But um, I think it was the safety, uh, or no, the cornerback, 
Cooper Cup just comes flying past him, and he just does the old thing where he just points behind him to nobody. Like, oh, go pick him up, and there's just no one back there, and Cooper Cup catches, like, a 70-yard bomb, and it's like, you you have to cover him. Like, he's the he's the leading the league in co yards. You have to cover him. Yeah, I I don't understand. I think you just look at him, and he's looked non-threatening. That no one's intimidated yeah. by Cooper Cup. Like these cornerbacks are like, ah, oh, right, easy yeah. day in yeah. the office. And then you kind of get, you slack off a little bit. Cooper Cup was, uh, never mind, we're not going to go there. Um, <laughs> plowing ahead. The, uh, all right, I'm interested in what your thoughts on this game are this week. I, so, first off, do you buy the Kansas City Chiefs? Do you think they ride the ship, or do you think they're just facing a uh, dysfunctional Raiders team? Uh, that's had half the roster either fired for racisms or turned out to be convicts. But I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs, but I don't buy them like I've bought them the years before. I mean, like, the defense is bad. It's, it's simply bad. It's been bad every single week. It's not getting any better. So at this point, you know, like, really, it feels like, you know, it's like, okay, Mahomes has been bad, but, like, he, unless he's, like, really good, that's still not, like, a contender to me. Like, that defense yeah. has so many holes. Yeah, I agree. And people forget, it was a blot of the Raiders, but it was a three-point game at one point in the third quarter. So it was close at one point. So they got the Cowboys this week. Who are you taking in that game? I'm taking the Cowboys. Cowboys all the way? I think it's going to be a high-scoring... I, I, I don't know. I cannot fully... Like, the Cowboys, the Cowboys look like contenders, are... but I just can't yeah, fully well, embrace that was, the Cowboys. That was such a weird swing from the Denver game to the Falcons game. Like, losing yeah. by 30 to winning by 30. It's it's a mystery. Well, Denver's one of those teams, too. And they're one of the teams that screwed me last week. I cannot figure them out, either. Like, are they, they're just... They're like... They might be the new Falcons of betting turn. Like, I don't know what... Like, I can't figure it's them like out. The, it's like this every year with them. It's like, okay, they, we know they have a really good defense, but, like... That offense, like, is it good? I feel like sometimes it's just really bad. Sometimes it's functional, and sometimes it looks really good. And it's just like that game too. They completely played it down to their competition. Like they had a chip shot field goal blocked. On like, if you rewatch the play, the lapse in blocking was like fundamental high school shit. Like the high school, it was they lined up in the wrong spot and like a totally blown assignment. So that was botched. Uh, you, you know, they need big plays late in the game, and there goes Teddy checking it down. Like, it, they're just you so You don't get, like, a lot of, like, competence from that team as a whole. It doesn't really feel like a complete team, you know? And they, and they have a good roster. Like, they on do, paper, do. that is one of the best rosters they had to find. Now they've lost some pass rushers, they have some injuries on the defensive side. But, like, overall, heading into the year, that looked like a very good roster. And they just, I don't Might be Vic Fangio. Did you fire Vic Fangio after the season? I think if you end the season below 500 you gotta fire him yeah I, you I might mean, maybe even if you, i think it, maybe even if you miss the playoffs you gotta fire him i mean like they've been in this like kind of like purgatory for like almost three years now where it's like we don't really have a quarterback we've got a really good defense the rest of our offense is kind of a question mark and you know von miller's left now you know how long is it going to be till justin well justin simmons signed a huge contract so he's staying but like you know is Patrick Sertan going to want to re-sign with them, you know? Is like That's true. Is Jerry Judy going to want to re-sign with you guys, you know? Like you got you got some young studs on this team. You got a lot of old veterans. How long are you just going to sit kind of just in like just the midlands of like we almost made the playoffs and we beat some good teams, you know? That doesn't, is, that doesn't really work, you know? Yeah, I I I would agree with that. All right. Well, other team I'm interested, Mac Jones. 
you buying Mac Jones at this stage of the year? Because he looks good. And they had a stat that came up with Tom Brady through his first eight games or, what, or however many it was at this point in the season. And the numbers are very similar. Now, I think that's a lot of, that's some bull because, you know, it's two different errors back at this point when Tom Brady was playing. But Mac Jones looked good. And I think this is a product of, he was a guy that was very smart in college. He could master the offense. He came right, he actually taught Bill O'Brien the offense in Alabama, which really doesn't surprise me. Actually, I think that says more about Bill O'Brien's yeah. confidence than it does about Mac Jones. But regardless, Mac Jones, pretty smart, figured out the offense. He's making Bill Belichick look good. The Patriots, they look like contenders. Do, do you buy Mac Jones, and do you buy the Patriots? I'll buy Mac Jones, like, 60 to 70%. Like, I mean, I don't know, like... I mean, he's so he's very consistent. He's like consistently good, but you never really see where you're like, whoa, Mac Jones, holy crap! You know, he just dodges like five people and threw a seventy-yard bomb. I mean, I think he might be the perfect system QB, and like with Belichick, I think he's only gonna get better. But like, he hasn't he hasn't wowed me yet. I think he's very, I think he's good. I think he's gonna be good, but he hasn't wowed me yet. That I I do I will say no, I, I agree with that. I think I think it's almost like a Baker Mayfield comp. I think but higher ceiling. For sure, but he's just in a very good situation. I will say this though, I I think the Patriots they 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 look like a legit playoff team. Mm. Like I'm looking at this right here, I think they can beat the Chiefs in a playoff game. I think they can beat the Steelers in a playoff game. I think arguably they can beat the Ravens. I think you can make a case that that team could be the third best team in the AFC. Yeah, if the Steelers make the playoffs, that's just wrong. Yeah, I mean they probably will. All right, so let's go through a couple bubble teams, couple more bubble teams. We'll go through, do you think they're a contender or not? Or, like, legitimate like contender or they pretend. Good, bad, other. Los Angeles Chargers. That's a team that I thought was good. I don't think they are. Oh, the I Chargers. The Chargers stay losing games they should win. And, I mean, they don't have, like, a full defense. I think that the Chargers, I think they look a lot, they, like, their roster looks a lot better than they perform, you know? That, that is true. That defense, they could not hold Justin Jefferson at all. Yeah, the second they're a confusing one. I don't think if they did make the playoffs, I see first round exit. Cincinnati Bengals, hot start. Everyone's buying into the Bengals and then they've kind of gone back to Bengal form. Do you buy the Bengals? Yeah, I think the Bengals will make the playoffs. I don't I don't know how well they'll do in the playoffs. I think that they definitely make it. Um defense is still kind of a question though. All right, here's a hot take. Some listeners put in, Patriots are the best team in the AFC right now. I'm going to have to call cap on that For one. what? I think if you play, they've lost. The, the Patriots have been good when they've played young. If you look at them, when they play a rookie head coach or a young quarterback, that's when they feast on them. But then you start playing your Sean Paytons. They've lost game. Like when they, They're playing veteran head coaches. They're they're losing they're losing games. So I think best team. I'm not gonna go that far. I think they could arguably be the third best team. I think right now I put them at number four the way they're playing. Uh, I'd, I'd have the Ravens slightly above them. I trust Lamar Jackson a little bit more than Mac Jones, and I think that's another well coached team. Uh, but uh, I'm taking. I would say. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look at the Patriots' schedule and like the way they win won games, most of the games where they really like handily won, it was against the Jets. It was against the Jets <laughs> again. Yeah. You know, it was against the Panthers, who would you know have been really struggling recently without McCaffrey, and then the Browns is kind of like, wow, that was like. Really that was a wake up call. That was a very good win, and they're playing better. They're not the best team in the AFC. I think if they played the Bills, they're losing the that Bills, game. The Bills. I think they probably lose to the Ravens too. I think they probably. I think they could beat the Titans. I think the Titans are better than them. I think the Titans are a little overvalued at eight and two. Some of those games kind of got caught a couple breaks. 
Titans look good, though. They need Derrick Henry. They do. Peterson's been a solid replacement for them, and I think they'll float above water. That's a team that could win a couple playoff games or two. I don't see them in the Super Bowl, but they are a good team. I think the Titans are legit contenders. Um, yeah, but the Bungles, though, I don't. Yeah, we're not buying. We're not buying the Bungles. Raiders, definitely not. All right, Colts is another interesting one. Because they're on it. They, they, they look dead in the water. They've rattled off four wins in a row. My thing with the Colts is, and usually I do like the Colts. I'm a big Colts fan. I think Frank Reich's an excellent head coach. And I like Carson Wentz, as you people know. Uh, but I don't think they've beaten anyone. Who have they beaten? You beat the Jaguars? Barely. You beat up on the Jets. You beat an underperforming 49ers team. I, you, you got all these wins against some meddling opponents. Where I think the, he, didn't they beat the Rams in OT? They lost to the Rams. Oh, they in lost OT. to the Rams in OT. So I think you got to beat someone good before I can officially label you as a contender. I have my eye on the Colts, but I am not impressed with their four-game winning streak because I don't think they beat anyone. And quite frankly, that game against the Jaguars was kind of pathetic. I got off to a quick like 20-something. It was like 20 to seven lead. And it wound up being a close game. I, that 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 game should have been over a lot quicker than yeah, it was. Yeah, but Jonathan Taylor though, which he's, he's going good. off. He's he is. going off. He is. But on at the Against end of the day, bad run defense. The Texans, great game, terrible yeah. run defense. The Jets, great game, bad run defense. The Jaguars, great game, good grinding coach. Plus, do we really believe that a team that's got cameras on their field all the time with hard knocks is going to make the playoffs? That's going to that's going to mess up their mojo. No, and I'm waiting to see when that thing comes. Out. I yeah, that'll be first episode already came out. Did it? Yeah. Oh, did you watch it? it yet? Yeah. Was it good? Oh, I was decent. Yeah. I might have to I was watch watching it. the scenes with like Carson Wentz and his wife, just thinking like, wow, he really said to this woman that he would skip the birth of their second child for a football game. That is true. Against like, the Jaguars, he's like, like, well, honey, I'll it's a divisional honey, honey, honey. Come on, it's a divisional game. I need to pad my stats to trick people. We already had I'm one kid. Again. Come on. <laughs> I was there for the first one. And let's be honest, it was kind of disgusting to watch. I already saw it. You know, just yeah. just send me a picture. <laughs> Jesus uh, it was Christ. a lot. It was a lot of like Frank Reich and Carson Wentz, like bromance. He's talking. He's like, "You're the first time I met Carson Wentz. I, you know, read him this Bible verse, and he pulled out his phone, and it was his lock screen." And I was like, "Oh, my oh goodness. Jesus Christ! That's your quarterback." <laughs> then we went hunting together. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's see. What else? All right, all right, all right. Here's the counter argument here. Bills barely beat Miami and lost to the Jags. Titans offense blows without Henry. Barely beat a backup Saints QB with Dil Kamara. Ravens could easily be sub 500. Keep hating the Pats to the best right now. No, no, no. Okay, listen. It's not college football. Where I See, I hate that argument. It's like, well, they beat the Jaguars, but then they lost close. It's not college football where you get to beat up. Like, yeah, any team can beat any team on a weekly basis. They're all professionals. The Bills have had, I don't the Bills have had two bad weeks, and that was a really good game for the Jaguars' defense. I'm looking at how teams play. I'm not resume comparing with it. Yeah, no, I agree with that. That is... They are not the best. And I'm not sleeping on the Patriots. I think the Patriots are good. I think I'm overvaluing them, saying they could potentially be the third best team in the AFC. But best team in the AFC, I don't think so, pal. I mean, I, like I said, you know, like the Ravens and all that. But, like, I would love to see how Mac Jones faces, like, a really good defense. Hell, even against... If you the face, Bills? They got, yeah. like, I mean, you're going to have used to beating up these SEC teams yeah. in this warm weather. You go to Buffalo in a playoff game against Josh Allen. We'll see how you do then there, pal. Yeah, number one target locked up by Tredavious White. You know, they got a bunch of people, you know, on that defense. Yeah. I Now, they are good. Like, Judon is a stud. Oh, I, yeah. I love watching him play. Those He's been very good. Look raw. 
All right, we got to do some NFC really quick. Uh, yeah. Some of these teams because we got free money coming up in a bit. I'm telling you guys, it's gonna be a winning week. All right, Panthers. I feel like I know what you're gonna say. Do you buy the Panthers with the Cam Newton spark? No. Yeah, I agree. That no they're they're way, not. Bro. All their receivers like Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore dropping the ball all over the place. There is no chance McCaffrey stays healthy for the rest of the season. He is basically a sack of bones. I mean, and like what the like PJ Walker back to back uh, Cam Newton. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, just, it's, I, it's the circus show over there. It is a circus show. Uh, let's see. All right, your Vikings. They're still hovering around there. Do you see them as a team that can make the playoffs? I'm, gonna, I'm go. going to return to my hopeful optimism. Patrick Peterson is coming back off the IR. Uh, Harrison yes, Smith. Patrick Peterson. Hey, That'll hey, fix hey, the hey, secondary. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> wait, wait. When Bashad Breeland is on the field, any upgrade helps. Yeah, I guess okay? that's true. We got rookies. We got guys who barely played out there. Patrick Peterson has been solid. We got Harrison Smith coming back from the COVID list. That's a major uh, thing. I think, you know, Clint Kubiak's kind of starting to figure out the offense. I really liked our play calling last game. It was a lot more, you know, bold, not safe. What the Vikings need to do is just play the whole game like they play the first drive. If they do that... And if their defense can play, because their defense has been sneakily good, despite with the exception of the cornerbacks, you know? They have a lot of sacks. Eric Hendricks is fucking amazing. I like the Vikings. We have a lot of tough games to win, but we always play hard. And if you look at the Vikings, there is not a single game in our schedule that we have lost by more than one score. Every single game has been close. They should have beaten the Panthers in theory, and that game could have ended up biting because the Panthers are in a playoff spot right now. Panthers. If you have the tiebreaker, did we, you get? We beat the Panthers. In that oh, game. that's right, that's right. So you do have the tiebreaker. We have should the have rolled the Panthers. The Panthers. <laughs> we, uh, you blew it, and it went to overtime. Yeah, we blew it, that but is what we it somehow was. you know managed to close yes. it. Yes. So that, I mean, yeah, I can actually see it now. Here's one I'm because I think if you look at a lot of these teams, Packers, I think are legit. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Cowboys, I think are legit. The Bucks, I think are legit. The Rams, I also think are legit. Now, you didn't mention the Cardinals. Cardinals. I don't know if I buy the Cardinals quite yet. Even with now mind they've had Colt McCoy these past couple weeks, I'll give them the doubt, benefit of the doubt. But I am not fully ready to embrace the Arizona Cardinals as a Super Bowl contender yet. I mean, they have they didn't just have, they also didn't have D Hop, so That's that true, but really D Hop, like if you're going in betting terms, like Hopkins worth like half a point. Like if he's out. It's like a receiver missing a game, I'm not gonna be like, that's a huge like a quarterback and a defensive end, like that's that like a pass rusher or something or a linebacker, then that's a big wide receiver is like. Eh. I mean, the Cardinals always do this thing where they just start sliding in the second half of the season, but like I mean, they're, and that they're, division's tough. They're gonna have to play the Rams again, and then you're gonna have to play. Let's see who else. Who else you got? I, the Seahawks. I mean, I know they got Russell Wilson back. I think they they have got they got a lot of talent on that team though. They do. So you're thinking that you you buy in the Cardinals. I buy them at least making the playoffs. Oh, no, they're, they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. I'm I think, I about, think, like, they're, good. I think they're good for one playoff one. One playoff one. All right, all right. We'll go, yeah, all right. We'll, we'll rapid fire down the list. Packers, Super Bowl contender, no. Or, or how many playoff wins? Uh, NFC Championship loss. Yeah, I see that. And you're showing Cardinals, one playoff win. Cowboys. Uh, first round exit. Bucks. First round exit, huh? I yeah. think the Cowboys win one playoff game. I don't like the, I don't like the Cowboys in the playoffs. They always bumble it. That's probably true. Um, Buccaneers. Plus, Mike McCarthy's an idiot. Uh, Buccaneers. That's a Super Bowl team. I think so too. Never Rams. Either. Rams probably also a Super Bowl team. I agree. So Rams Buccaneers playing right now. Who are you taking? I knew they already played once and the Bucks lost, but I'm taking the Rams. Taking the Rams. I agree with you there. Saints. Now, not obviously not a Super Bowl team contender uh, or not. Or playoff Saints team. Uh, lose to the Vikings in the playoffs. All right. Yeah, they, it's, it's like clockwork. It's all the time. <laughs> all right. Rapid fire, free money, 
Week 11, Tanya's going to be a bounce back week. We got a lot of underdogs this week. First one, I was shocked at this one. I'm taking the Saints over the Eagles plus two. Very simple. We picked against the Eagles last week. There's good reason for that. I don't think the Eagles are that good. I don't think there's anything special about Jalen Hurts. I don't think there's anything special what they do. I think the Broncos are just an anomaly that underperformed at home. The Saints have been very good this year. I think if you locked, watched them last week, they probably should have won that game. If they didn't miss that extra point earlier in the game, they wouldn't have had to went for two near the end of the game. And I think they win that game against the Titans in Tennessee. This is a good Saints team. Semyon's my boy, uh, Northwestern alumni. He's actually been a pretty competent quarterback, though. He doesn't really turn it over. They can move it downfield. They're well coached. I think they, and they're getting points. I mean, come on. You probably get good value on the money line, too, as underdogs. Hammer the Saints. Much better team. Elvin, uh, Defense is buzzing, Elvin too. Elvin coming back, too, right? And Elvin Kamara should be back this he week. Is, uh, he is such a huge part of that offense. I mean, without him, you know, the, just the yeah. ability to get, like, those, you know, five-yard passes for first downs, that's a huge part of their offense. Absolutely. And Simeon I, hasn't even looked bad. No, I agree. See, the Eagles are overvalued because they blew out the Lions, and then they had that convincing-looking win against the, the Broncos. But really, the Broncos lest, gift wrapped that game, we forget too. that, you know, Darius Slay had a touchdown on one of the most embarrassing, you know, stuff. I mean, that how was, did he score on that? Come oh, on, Oh, it was man. terrible. And the effort Teddy Bridgewater gave on that play was abysmal. Eagles are overvalued. Hammer the Saints, plus two. Next, take the Dolphins over the Jets, minus three. Don't look now. I mean, the Dolphins' defense kind of rounded into the unit that I thought they would be heading into the season last week against the Ravens. That's a good win. They got extra time now. They're still trying to make a playoff push. Because that game last week against the Ravens, you could tell that was a must-win game for them. If they lose, their season's over. I mean, they're still teetering on the blank brink right now. I don't think, you know, they're going to make the playoffs. But they're still hanging in there. Uh, you're playing a very bad Jets team. That's the Mike White magic's over. He he ruined it by playing too much through a four yeah. interception. So now it's Joe Flacco time. One game earlier, dude. He's true. He could have been like the Mike White legend. Yeah. So and now you got Joe Flacco. Which let's be honest, Joe Flacco doesn't inspire a ton of confidence at yeah, this they, point they, in the he's career. He's just like, I want a Super Bowl. It's like, okay, go to bed, Grandpa. Yeah, honestly. Well, and the Dolphins defense, they've played well the past couple weeks. Nine sacks since Week Nine, which is tied for the most in the NFL during that time frame. So you're going to get Joe Flacco under pressure with that bad O-line. I mean, the Jets' defense, they've been atrocious, which is funny because Robert Sala is supposed to be this defensive specialist. They're bad. They lost 45-17 last week to the Bills. They're allowing 32.9 points per game, 417 yards per game, Ooh. both which ranked dead last. 417 yards is like a college like offense running it. I don't even want to see their turnover yeah. numbers on offense. It's Flacco's first start since being traded from the Eagles. He's going to be under duress. Uh, Dolphins have gotten a, a pressure on league-high 35% of opponent dropbacks this season. So, you know, go go figure with that. And the Jets, they've allowed 38% of dropbacks with pressure, which is uh, fourth worst in the league. Uh, so I'm saying Tua and Co., I'm, like, I'm, ta I'm taking the points. It's only three points. I think they'll win by more than that. Hammer the Dolphins. All right, finally, maybe a little surprise, maybe not. I'm taking the Lions over Cleveland. Last week, they tied to the Steelers with Hart. 11 and a half, that's a big number. Are the Lions going to win this game? Absolutely not. But the Browns don't really blow out anyone. They've had two games this year where they've won by 10 points or more, uh, and one of those is against the Texans, which the Texans would have covered this 11 and a half point spread. And the Texans, I think, are a worse team than the Lions. I think their only win this year was against that. It was against Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence's first start, so... I'm not putting too much stock on them. Baker Mayfield's literally injured from head to toe. He's got a shoulder injury. He's got a knee injury. His back hurts. His, I, who knows? He's just, he's just hurt. The excuses are built in. He's coming off a performance that saw him throw for 3.5 yards per attempt and a 56.3 rating. Now, I know the Lions are not the Patriots' defense, obviously, but 
Their pass defense last week, they gave up 4.8 yards per attempt in a 70.6 rating. So the pass defense held their own. The key to this game for the Lions to keep it close is going to be the rushing attack. DeAndre Smith had a 130-yard rushing performance. Uh, and the rushing unit as a whole, they rushed for 5.9 yards per attempt. They got some pretty good Steelers run defense. Browns defense, they allowed 10.4 yards per attempt last week and four touchdowns. So Jared Goff, you know, maybe he can throw for over... 150 yards this week. Who knows? I don't. I, I mean, I. It'll do better if he doesn't throw it. Honestly. Yeah, I, the the Browns are banged up. They might. Yeah. I know Nick Chubb's gonna be a factor. No, Ooh. Nick Chubb has COVID, bro. And he's still got COVID. All right, so he's still he's still out. Even better. I, I'm taking the Lions 11 and a half. I think that's way too many points. I think they have some confidence now. Dan yeah. Campbell's hyped. He's like, this we is the first. Lose. Yeah, we didn't lose this week. He's he, he can taste victory. It's so close. They're going to lose by one possession or so. But I don't see this Cleveland team blowing out anyone. Lions, 11 and a half. Recap, Saints plus two. Dolphins minus three. Lions plus 11 and a half. There you have it. Tiny, this week's going to be a good week. I'm excited. We shall see. That is all we have for you. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy your football weekend.